Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 14, Episode 17, The Secrets of Stonehenge. Boring! <laughs> you got that right! Not even the cocky, cocky Collins could have made this episode interesting. Sorry. Sorry. Spoiler alert. I'm going to hurt. It's a Monday night. We now have brains filled with extra factoids about Stonehenge and Stone Circles in the UK. And frankly, I'm loving it. Yeah. Frankly, Thomas Lee. Frankly, I'm loving it. (laughs) Sick, Thomas. Hey, I'm Thomas Lee. Yeah, I'm it actually half Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he actually did a commentary on one of these videos. So oh, I've been watching Thomas. Kevin Jones and uh, Thomas and Gilbert. Thomas. Yep. <laughs> and say Thomas. Thomas. Just say do Thomas. Do the thing, Joe. <laughs> Get with it. Yeah. Uh, no mention of Greasy from Kevin Jones or Greased oh, yeah. uh, on that one, because I was waiting for it. I yeah. watched all three rounds. Fucking but, greasy. Um, yeah, he was saying it a lot. Sorry. Little little uh, just golf <laughs> sidetrack here to start us off. Uh, yeah, welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Welcome to twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where hundreds of people are already chatting with us on tonight's record. Uh, and uh, you can you can support our, our little buttholes here by uh, taking your Amazon Prime account and linking it to a Twitch Prime account. And it gives us free money at no cost, no extra cost to you. It costs you money to get that Prime. Bezos needs his babies. But, uh, and his beans, I guess. Um, that's Bush's baked beans, huh? Bezos' yes. baked beans. There you go. Pretty soon it's going to be the Bezos' baked beans. The dog will never you know? say. Yeah. Corporate uh, bean footage going on. Amazing, uh, says my fucking oh, dad. Welcome. Well, I guess we're your dads. Oh, we're your fucking dads. Yeah. You, know? you got your loving dads and your fucking yeah. dads. Oh, we uh, say come the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's of it. anyone else we you know. We say come the most. Yeah. <laughs> Use your bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can support uh, our show also and get hours, hours of extra content every single month. Two exclusive podcasts every month. That's the form of the extra yes. content. Uh, for only five bucks a month or more at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where we have our ghost adventure show, Adventurous Ghosts, and Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to ancient astronaut theory, cryptids, horoscopes, newspapers, Horror. magazine articles, and children's books. See, uh, and then uh, as you can see on the brand new, beautiful, uh, what is it? A below banner? What do they call that? Just, uh, <laughs> a blow banner. <laughs> strip banner. There we go. A strip know. banner. Sure. Uh, yeah, a little new, uh, a border banner. How, how about <laughs> yeah. we call it that? Uh, a lower border banner from Lower State, New York, uh, right here on our Twitch, the Black Hole Supply Company dot com website and logo. Oh, uh, yes. I think you might be the first company to put the logo and like put like the destination and the logo where the business is. Yeah, exactly. Never seen that Uh, before. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, I mean, I am logo blind, so I don't know if those are related. Right, 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 right. I'm a go go for my logo. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, if you want uh, disc golf discs, disc golf apparel, or a high go, (laughs) (laughs) a high go face. Uh, (laughs) And if you want probing ancient aliens merchandise, like including hoodies and. Full size runs of the the prolapse size. Well, now. medium and large. I didn't mark small. I don't think, but <laughs> two extra boxes were just yeah. Because uh, yeah, is it like a SM ML? No, it's just LXO. S- no, it's straight SML. I can't remember just if SMM, I didn't huh? take the S or something. Now, now I'm questioning myself. 
Now you have another task that'll take you six weeks to. Yes, <laughs> but the I did go with a different vendor, so they are five dollars cheaper. So before they're oh. twenty, now they're fifteen. I'm assuming they're better quality as well. I think so. <laughs> That's usually I how it works. Them. Yeah, uh, I've worn them before, so they are oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, because are they the same sock blank now, but they're five dollars cheaper, or uh, no? I sock? ordered. Um, black hole socks for myself to test out. Got it. So okay. I've worn those. Got Sorry. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, head over there, get some cool, some cool merchandise. Yeah, no S. Ne- Nedland, oh, was Nedland the one who ordered them? Because I can go back and retick. Oh small, yeah, it was Nedland the one that was has been calling you out every week? Yeah, but they wanted large ones anyway. Whoever was calling me out, I can't okay. remember. I know their name now because I got the order. Nope. Ain't address, huh? Yeah. Um. I'm more of a, a subtract dress guy instead of a yeah. add dress guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just about plussing up. <laughs> just plus sizing up, you know, dirty bulking. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if, uh, if you also want to support the show, you can contribute to a segment we're not going to do this week, but we're going to use this time to talk about the segment we would have done if any of you had given us five-star oh, reviews. Sorry. Got the socks five weeks. Five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast service of choice. Give us a five-star ratings. Give us a five-star rating. Give <laughs> us a five-star. <laughs> and uh, review us in the comments of that rating. Say whatever you want. We'll give you a shout-out on the air and read it on the air. Uh, and that segment's called Reaching for the Stars because it helps us get found. And it helps more people to be your friend and talk about the grossies that we talk about on this show. Oh, they want – oh, sorry. They want Ancient Aliens underwear, which I can make <laughs> oh, happen. boxers? It's all – no, I, just briefs. Oh, okay. Well, so actual real. Because I was like, oh, maybe they don't do briefs. I don't know. Are there briefs? I think so. Companies? I think there's panties at the very least. Oh, used. But I'd, 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 I, have to, I have to see how they're printed on. Because it might be one of those just used dumb panties. little logo. Some of the things you can oh, do, yeah. it's like customizing. It's like a fucking two-inch square. It. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really take over. So mm-hmm. uh, I did find the people who make the all-over prints. So I could do a giant oh, nice. yeah. obnoxious shirt as well. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. My, not uh, to the t- Oh, no, that's pretty much all the, uh, not the homework, the housekeeping. Sure. Uh, Yeah, the old t-shirt company I used to work for, they were, like, constantly talking about, do we get back into the all-over prints? Mm -hmm. And then when we all quit, and the new, somebody bought it, Mm -hmm. uh, some holdings company bought it, and they, like, got fully into those all-over prints very quick. Um, Because they did the leggings for a while, but then those were expensive. They also were, like... A junior size scale, so I mean, they accused this of being sizest because they were like tiny as fuck. Yeah, legging seems to be a dangerous game because it's Mm. like like, sizing and fit is tricky. Plus, then the stretch see through factor and just quality in general. You got to pay a lot to get a decent leggings blank, right? Because most people's standard is like Athleta or Lululemon at this point, Mm -hmm. which are very expensive, and that's not what even they had a fucking see through exactly issue. You know, some called it a controversy. Yeah. I called it a boon. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, it's a it's a classic Monday night record here. We're humming along, as Steve always say, through season fourteen. I'm ready for I'm ready for season fourteen to be over. Yeah. It's uh worn out its welcome. It, even if the episodes it, were the like same, it but they split it up. Well. And then yeah, the it had a few, it had a few good episodes, shitty. and then the middle 12 was shitty, the, and then there was a couple good ones like the last few weeks, like, mm-hmm. or at least tolerable ones. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this one was, I don't know, it was weird. I mean, it was it was like, there was, there was some new content, but it wasn't interesting new content. Right. It's all stuff that you just read in headlines from fucking BuzzFeed or whatever for the mm-hmm, past mm-hmm. three years anyway. Like, yeah. 
hey, we found out Stonehenge is even bigger again than we right, thought. Right, it's right, like, right. okay, there's like more a, shit below. Exactly. Um, it's actually more Uh-oh. poop holdings below. Sorry, Michael, oh. who joined the chat at 646, is oh, now yeah. having internet problems and has oh, to say no. goodbye. Bye. Uh, they also left a five star review two weeks ago. Which I think, which I think we read, think we read that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, but yes. But. Uh, but what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you leave it again? Um, Where's Bo at, baby? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Bo. Well, oh, no. no he, he, he messaged. messaged but I didn't read it. Sorry, Bo. I was just on it. It was a... Uh, well, we can go over it in the news if we, uh, we can bow, We news. can bow over it in the news. Yeah. Because it was uh, a news article. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. This was a... Uh, I mean, they went to a lot of effort. Like, they... I mean, well, maybe a lot's a little too forgiving. They, they took... Two British men that already live in England and sent them further into England and right, Scotland. Right, right. Uh, so probably a pretty cheap train cheap trip for them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they're on island time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they just went to uh, a bunch of stone circles they've already talked about before. Yeah, there was that one that was like a little apartment complex that was like, oh, it's kind of cool, little little basement apartments in here on yeah. the on uh, Scotland or in Scotland. But uh, other than that, I was just it was just them going, wow, this is. Look at how advanced this is. Amazing. It's like, okay, we could have just seen this. Right. You know? But um, uh, nothing, nothing, I don't know. That, I, there, there was one point I thought was kind of interesting, which I guess I'll get to in that part of the show. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, this was a, a sleeper for sure. Yeah. Now, it, at least, it kind of moved. It wasn't interesting, but it wasn't slow at least. I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't one where I was getting sleepy. Yeah, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was engaged, but it was mm-hmm. like, okay, this engaged. was a show. Yeah, you, you weren't, know. you know, Picarding. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah even though it was like it was like warp minus point five. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's almost slowing down. Engage. Time. Mo- yeah. Bit. Move back to. Uh, God, not warp. It's warp and or impulse. Impulse, impulse is, engine, the other, yeah. is the slower one. Mm. Yeah. Bring yeah. That, down to impulse. that seems to be not like combustion rocket power, but some sort yeah, of so more rocket propulsion. Exactly. You're yeah. burning a little more fuel traditional. of some kind. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm sure they're bl- burning plutonium or something like that. But. It's dilithium crystals, okay? Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, well, that's for the warp drive. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder what they're burning for. I would assume though. it's still that, just not creating that warp field, because mm. the whole warp field is how you move faster than the speed of light, right, where right. it's like compressing and decompressing, yeah. so technically you're <laughs> scooting along. Maybe they were using those blue stone with quartz in them to get that piezoelectric effect. Exactly, yeah. The um, piezo-pino effects. <laughs> the living piezoelectric effect. <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, Keister Feaster wants us to put a flashlight in Greta and keeps oh. saying so. Well, they can't see the bottom of Greta, so how do you know you there know, isn't a flashlight? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> how do you know she's not dripping full? Right, how do you know there isn't a crude hole cut out with a pocket knife yeah. and the same Ziploc zip bag hooked up with extra layers of Vaseline for two years now? Yes, with two tiny uh couch cushions into yes. there to simulate the softness. Yes. And how do you know her nose isn't have doesn't have holes drilled into it? So as we pump up, it only fills up, and at some point it will start to ooze, and right. it looks like she has a runny nose, like the joke, exactly, uh, like the old. How do you joke. know the tile floor underneath us is not polished every week yeah. by the load that's built up for two years? How do you know it's just not straight load? Yeah, this okay. is carpet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucked yeah. up. <laughs> but excellent for dancing. Yeah. It's come. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, Mike. We yeah. said it again. Come, come, gotcha. come, 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 come. Um, oh, we still owe Mike a starter kit. We got to send him that. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, yeah, it's a Monday night. Who was first on the chat here? Was it that amazing? Was the Michael. Oh, Michael was early first. Yeah, like six forty six. So we got to yeah. give it to him. So he uh, was on an hour before right. we were. Somewhere. <laughs> Where are you? Hello. Uh, so M underscore I underscore C underscore H underscore A underscore E underscore L underscore 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 five underscores. Ass, how you doing, Steve? How you doing, me? Oh, they ass it, <laughs> and I asked to ass it, but I gots to. Um, have you been watching? I don't know. Wait, okay, sorry, Ned. Uh, have you been watching fossil fuels? Have you not been watching? Oh, watching what? Am yeah, I that's actually? what I'm saying. I'm not sure. Anyways, how we doing, baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> doing good, baby. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm doing. Doing just okay. Mm-hmm. Friday, what the fuck? So what did we do this weekend? Did uh, we go to La Mirada? Uh, I did not hit an almost home run this this week mm. in softball. Sorry. Uh, my brother did, though. So oh, that, nice. you know, he made up. He Mr. kept the ship. Mr. Volante himself on Twitch. He kept our last <laughs> Oh, we've name. said that before. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> He's kept the names uh, strong. But um, anywho, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, didn't hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Is that Wednesday nights? Those are Wednesday nights, yeah. So we'll be back on it. We'll we'll give you a full recap here later. Uh, I can live do an Instagram (laughs) live (laughs) on the probing. Uh, You can see Ding Dong Fun Day. Uh, All right, Matt uh, fell into a slide here. Kind of a slide, more of a scrape. Well, Matt struck out and almost fought the umpire because he believed he did not strike out, but he did strike out. And they did the class. They were kicking dirt at each other. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah. Bumping chests and just hitting. Yeah, so that was that. Friday. What the hell? Oh, Friday we went to Modern Times. Oh, that's right. Because usually we will do a little disc golf sesh. Yes. I caught up there, came back. I had more beer when I came home. Because I was like, whatever, fuck it. It's my day. It's Friday. Yeah, it's it's Friday. my day to relax, okay? Which um, I, know it's, I know it's the most cliche thing ever to talk about. The weekends are short. But <laughs> I felt like that was two seconds. Like this morning, I was like, God damn it. Like I can't fucking believe Especially again, like we said, our work is very repetitive and sloggy right now mm-hmm. uh, as we're launching a bunch of new stuff. So it's just like this 8 a.m. check-in meeting every morning. And then like it's like, I don't know. But yeah. uh, I was bummed out that the weekend seemed... Non-existent. See, to me, this weekend actually felt very long. That's good. Because I felt like we did, or at least I personally did, yeah. many different things, which mm. then extended the life of it. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Friday we did that. Saturday we did a little lamy session with mm. Herney for disc Uh I threw a brisket on early, so then oh, we, yeah. you guys all came back. Well, not Herney, but you mm. came back and thrilling. Yeah. Back to the old crib here and, and uh, Big Baby Brandon. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I'm planning on being here. Yeah. And I was like, I know he's not coming <laughs> no, back. No, it's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't have come back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, had some brisket Saturday night. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Sunday got up at about 5.15 in the morning mm-hmm. for the Rose Bowl swap Oof. meet. First one in a year. Wow. Because uh, it's been closed down for COVID. And unfortunately, that swap meet has turned into a hipster like sneakerhead fest because they, uh, some guy did a video probably like two years ago, digging up old concert shirts and like ninety shirts, altered them, sells them for like two thousand dollars a piece, oh and it's like, hey, I go to Rose Bowl, and then yeah. ever since it's just been this like slippery slope of just like more yeah. and more t-shirt vendors, to where the, weird. the one it's like probably four main sections of that swap meet and apparently it's like the largest antique oh flea market whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah, in the yeah. world or something right oh um 
So the front section's like kind of the staple normal dealers. Okay. Then you go across this little like shitty LA River Bridge, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it's not really a bridge or anything, not anything super crazy, let's say. Yeah. Then there's a huge parking lot, and that's where like all the random people would be who are like, mm. I'm here to just sell my own shit, or okay. I just sell here once every two years, you know, just mm. whatever. That's where you'd find the most gold. Yeah. <laughs> that is all fucking shirt dealers. Like, oh, it's God. insane. <laughs> And then there's another section kind of like in between that and the edge of the actual stadium. Yeah. And then there's dealers around the whole ring of the stadium. Right. And again, I didn't find anything. West Coast Geek. Yeah. He found a few things, but we're like, fuck this. Yeah. Like the past few times we've gone, it's just been worse and worse. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it's not worth it. It is going crazy back how then. we are such a in America. I mean, I think in the UK or whatever too, but like we are such a uh, everyone is a t-shirt person even if they're not a t-shirt person mm-hmm. you know like they're kind of like t- kind of like disc golf discs because it's like t-shirts are never that expensive unless you're going fucking some premium thing or whatever but it's like mm-hmm. you just want a dumb shirt that says something or the message on it or the art speaks to you it's like eh, worst case it's like 30 bucks i'll just have another fucking t-shirt where it's like with disc golf discs, it's like yeah i'll try this fucking disc it's 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. or 15 bucks or whatever but at the same time then like a lot of discs it's like now I just have a bunch of T-shirts that are a waste, and I should have never gotten all of these, too. Well, these are, like, collector, like, fashion pieces. Yeah. Like, th- there was some dickhead selling an Iron Maiden shirt that wasn't even that old for $200. Some guy had a, a Freddy Krueger 4 cartoon-looking shirt yeah. and wanted $400. Like, right. it's all that dumb, yeah. dumb stuff. Um, so, They're yeah, it's not even just, the, yeah, it's just not even the casual stuff. It's, like, yeah. everything's, like, 50 bucks plus. Yeah. That old adage of all T-shirts are just treated like sexton firebirds. Exactly. They deal in the birds. <laughs> uh, Keister Feaster says, sorry, guys, I have a company that looks better than you. Nope. Oh, I have company be- that looks oh. better than you. <laughs> I have I like, a company that looks yeah, better than like, you, man. Okay, so Fuck off. <laughs> Keister Feaster's getting that flashlight oh. IRL, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but wanted to stop by and say thanks for the awesome gift. You guys are the best. Oh, because that's Colin. There we go. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. I always forget that. Sorry. I, Sorry, I, sir. I talk to I'm bad. Yeah, like we say, there's like five different I names know. we're yeah. <laughs> cycling through Twitch for people handle, sometimes. Their Patreon handle and their yeah. social handle. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's their name. Sometimes it's not. They're better looking company than also message. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Four pics, but it was just pics of people from the show. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> Not, nothing nefarious yes. or lewd. Happy belated birthday. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry that took so long to yeah. get out. <laughs> That's what she said. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like stalling here. And then I think I shipped it and forgot to take it to the mail yes, for like that, two yeah. days. You packaged it. I packaged it, to, did yeah. the whole thing, yeah. and then put it. Yeah, but again, can breathe. Just, yeah, he was, he was suffocating. Yeah. Uh, but he got he had enough asparagus to to yeah. get him through, and that it was tea, oxygenating. I was gonna say that tea really just <laughs> rejuvenates the blood, so it it helps out. Yeah, yeah, because then Sunday I came home, rested, and just kind of did some more shit around the house. Did you have some leftover brisket. Uh, I did slice off some of that. I'm debating if I want to turn that into chili or not. I'm probably not. I literally turn it was just chili, thinking that over what, driving over here because mm-hmm. I had my one meal today. So and now I'm like getting hungry again. Yeah. But I was like, ooh. That Steve brisket chili would hit the spot right now. It could. Uh, I mean, I could do it. I just haven't. I I don't have that burning desire in me today. But oh, maybe no. on Thursday. Not make it today. No, 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 no. I I know. I'm just saying my plan for it is. Right. I'm not planning to to chiliify it, but who knows when right. Thursday, Friday rolls around, maybe I will. Right. Well, I, mean, I assume that you're always you always end up with like 
yeah, a pound a and a half left yeah, or yeah, something yeah, out of the yeah, 12 yeah. pounds. So. Which if you guys want to take some before you leave, too, because okay. I forgot to give you guys some before you left. Uh, yeah, I know. I actually wanted um, it, too. Some so. leftovers. Yeah, I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then got up today, and I don't know, work was work. It wasn't yeah. anything good or bad. It yeah. was just a normal-ish day. Uh, How yeah. about you, Joseph? Weekend was much the same. Uh, Friday after Modern Times, we just uh, ordered some pizza. Oh, yeah. Where'd you get uh, Rancy's or something? Rancy's, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we're watching, we're going through uh, uh, as much as, again, I can't fucking remember if it's Pac Man Champion or Keister or Nedland or LeMay or whatever. Yeah. Whoever recommended to watch Paranormal Lockdown, which is Nick Groff's oh, fucking yeah, 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 show yeah, with yeah. Katrina Weedman, there's three seasons of it plus a UK season. Uh, we were like, I, I, I told him, I was UK? like, yeah. <laughs> uh, more of a me K guy. Yeah. Uh, as much as I was like, ah, we're gonna watch the the good episodes he recommended that had good evidence, but then it's like, we're just watching the whole fucking thing now <laughs> because it's like well, they actually do you... they do get better they do get in general better evidence yeah. than Ghost Adventures, and also Ghost Adventures doesn't do itself any favors by making every piece of evidence out to be groundbreaking, and it's right. like, and we tested it, and it couldn't be anything right. else but this and that. Well, and and then the best part is like at least now that we're watching other paranormal investigators than the Bagans boys, yeah. Uh, when we criticize on Adventurous Ghosts, our Patreon podcast, patreon.com slash rubbing your uh, we post it every month, but uh, we always criticize how the the Ghost Avengers crew gets like. Compared to all other seemingly like like part time paranormal investigators that they'll mm-hmm. like partner with sometimes or share evidence with, those fuckers get EVPs or electronic voice phenomena yeah. uh, that sound like someone's in, just fucking talking next to them in the room, not a like all fucking garbled and shit. And it's like it's so some of that happens, but at least like I Nick is still insufferable, and even my wife can't stand him. We watched for Katrina. Yeah. Uh, and then they had Greg Newkirk and Dana Newkirk on one episode oh, nice. to bring a bunch of haunted shit from their museum. How many years ago was that? Or that was reason? 20, uh, end of 2017 or beginning of 2018. Okay. Because uh, Greg and Dana Newkirk, they're anti Zach Fagan, right? Yes. So they, of course, they went on the show. They that went in the Because gr- the they were show. already friendly with Katrina. They went in the, because mm-hmm. again, Nick is like totally trying to be on this show. Like, I'm I'm the nice guy. I'm still yeah. cool, but I'm I'm, the, the, I'm the nice guy. I'm not the bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be mad at the spirit. Like he never mm. and he never antagonizes them or whatever and stuff. Yeah, so. takes his shirt off, starts flexing yes. in front of them. <laughs> right, it's just do it. They for do it. They do assume a lot that uh, a lot of the stuff is dark entities, but not ah, okay. nearly yeah. as much as Ghost Adventures. Right, right. Which right. is another. That's where Greg and Dan are like, you shouldn't be a ghost racist and assume everything's a demon. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. things that scratch right. you, it doesn't mean it's a demon scratching you or whatever yeah. too. But, um. Or if you're like a John Keel guy, it's like, well, you brought that, you wanted it to be evil, and so it's manifesting that mm-hmm. way too. But, um, but anyway, it's it has a shitty country song that's that's the theme song, which is stuck in my fucking head all the time, and I drive How my wife nuts singing it. It's like uh, the, the the end part of it as it builds up to the finale. It's like. Uh, they bury my body, but my soul still remains. And then it's something else after that. But it's just very dramatic, and like, and a beat is like boom, 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 boom. boom. It's like a honky tonk kind of th- kind of theme. But um, uh, but yeah, we watched some of that. We watched the new port, the newest Portals to Hell with Jack Osborne, which is also a superior show. Uh, 
because Katrina Weeman's on that show since Paranormal Lockdown ended. Okay. Um, and they're actually a much because Jack Osborne's just kind of a likable normal dude. He, yeah, yeah. He talks about shit like we would, and so they're always they're more hit or miss with evidence, mm-hmm. but more it's it's just more miss. enjoyable to watch because he's not so fucking dramatic about everything. He just mm. reacts like a normal human. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, being raised by the Osbournes, he's like the most grounded, Normal-ish, seemingly yeah. normal dude. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, they're just my cardboard failure. Uh, but uh, oh, yeah, been to house. Saturday we went with uh, Herney to La Mirada, and then we did your house again. Yeah, um, and then uh, yeah, my wife was coming from a she's coming from <laughs> Temecula, so she did a road trip to Temecula for a wine and Pilates thing with my sister who just moved to Temecula, which is an hour and a half drive. And I told her I was like, you don't have to come have brisket or whatever. But she fucking was a trooper and came back here yeah, with brisket. She was like falling she was asleep. About to fall asleep yeah. And uh, uh, and then yes, uh, yesterday we test drove some cars because her car oh, is yeah. pretty much Got dead. A so debate on why she should buy a Sprinter yes. or just a pickup truck. Well, and she and she <laughs> she didn't agree with everything you said, but also she she knew she's like, God, I was in such a shitty mood last night because I was so fucking tired. Um, but. Uh, you were you were obsessed with the the carpet adapter or whatever the fuck it was, was in the truck yeah. or something too. <laughs> it's called a carpet kit. You put it in the kit, bed of yeah. your truck. You get a nice little shell on top, oh, yeah. and it's a beautiful place where people can yes. hang out and chill, chill out. And you, you can said, put a dog. You said something like, "All the kids and the dogs were back there on yeah. all the drives. We had a great Fine. time." Yeah, we're still here. As she's talking about like safety is like one of her number one. <laughs> Need to relax a little bit. Uh, yeah, the dogs uh, are dead if you get in a car accident. Right. They're exactly. dead. You got to protect those kids. Oh, we got the sleepy pod vests yeah, on those, yeah. p- those puppies. Good luck. <laughs> uh, but, um, and then, yeah, Sunday, uh, did a martial arts group. And then, um, we did not go to my parents' house because they had, uh, my sister's friends, uh, is that IPA? The, oh, her her those, older yeah. friends over. Um, so you actively said, fuck this. Yeah, because we wanted to yeah, come yeah, here. Yeah. So, um, wait, Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was Saturday. So then we didn't That's have family. My okay. mom was okay. like, I don't okay. want to host okay. dinner okay. again okay. and whatever. I was Sorry. like, fine. Yep, yep. Um, but um, and then yeah, we uh went and did some test drives and went to the Catella Deli. What What are you guys testing? What do you, What are you liking out of there? Long story. Sh- so my wife wants a something minivan. with something with a a truck chassis. Uh, yeah, she does not want a minivan. Something with a truck chassis. She likes SUVs. Whatever. But again, so, it, well, her. I mean, the issue is. I know. I'm it's, just no. I'm just saying they don't. They literally don't make anything on a truck chassis because they. It's can't. tougher. It's tougher to find them, right? So well, because California and all these places have said a truck equals these emissions, so exactly. we are no longer making it on a truck chassis. We've had all these conversations. So oh, there's Bo Bandy. Um, but the uh, but then I I've talked to her about. It doesn't have so it doesn't have to be a truck chassis, but a unibody design is very strong, stiff, whatever. It'll handle like that, yeah, whatever. She's we're kind of narrowed down to the Hyundai Palisade and the Kia Telluride, which the Kia Telluride was like the darling. Yeah, of I thought all was that the one things. she was shitting her pants. That was over the first before. one that she tried, and so because one she loved and then hated. she's tried the fucking Tahoe Suburban, the Denali, the this. She the was saying she too. liked a Kia and then hated it because she hated your car. And a Kia was the cousin to your car. She, yes, and she was also saying that because she was in a shitty mood know, because it I'm was just... the first one she tried, and she literally has probably test driven twenty two cars since then. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I have not gone with her on all those trips, but 
yeah. we test drove the Sequoia, uh, the Toyota Sequoia, because mm-hmm. we had tried the Land Cruiser 2, both of which are very rare and very overpriced now because mm-hmm. of the exact reasons you're talking about. Also, all the all the V8s now in these trucks are very underpowered now for the most part. The Again, she w- I told her, I was like, I said, at least on the engine stuff, Steve is right. It's not just about a V8. It's about how it's tuned. It's the transmission. Yeah. It's the torque. It's as a supercharger or turbo, mm-hmm. whatever. And she she understands that. So uh, oh, we have it. says get the Alfa Romeo Stevio. Ah, there we or go. Or Stelvio. Stelvio. Great SUV. Stelvio. Great SUV. Um, but uh, uh, she said, I won't drive a spaghetti car. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't even know. It needs um, more pasta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's probably between those two. And luckily enough, we got a friend... Uh, who who had who has two different me. friends? One who yeah. worked at Hyundai and doesn't anymore. But if we want to no, go with the he, Kia, he works at Kia. Two different people. Well, one. Oh yeah, the wait is yes. one still at Hyundai? I thought it was the same guy too. And then no, no, I there's two different people. No, I know, I know which two, but yeah, I just talked to Brad today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Thrad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, the one guy, guy, he's still there, but he's at Kia. Correct. And then there's another guy who was who in I the got HR. help with from Hyundai. Wait, he helped you. Not right. Not oh. <laughs> Doing a visual. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was because the other one's Sean or something. Yeah, he but he hasn't worked there that long. I don't think he got you. Th- I think it was um, Shreen. So he flipped from one to the other. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it was. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, because he was at Hyundai and then he moved. Oh, to Kia. okay. Well, either way, then if we go with the Kia, then maybe we get he yeah. Brad was like, oh, sure. Uh, get a discount, which would be nice. But yeah. um, other than that, she has a third. She's only had hand me downs, and her car is needs struts and shocks and a new <laughs> intake manifold. All the, it's like ten thousand dollars of the work. It's not worth it anymore. It's yeah. time to go. West Coast um, Geek, we're not getting a Dodge purely because your brother works there, nope. has COVID, and was still working there. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, my stepdad was like, "Have her get the Dodge Durango Hellcat, seven hundred twenty fucking horsepower." Durango Hellcat. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, no, what actually helped today, she had made a whole spreadsheet of the pros and cons mm-hmm. of the torque, the this, the curb weight, all this stuff. So I was helping her narrow things down. And what helped her the most was I was like, you know, I said, I, cause the, her biggest thing was like the, the cubic inches of space, right? The third row, am I going to, cause like the exp all the full, full size are like 70 cubic inches or more. Mm-hmm. And then this, the, like the normal full sizes are all like 40 to 50 or something like that. And uh, I was like, you know, I don't have to keep my car forever. If we get this car and after a few years you think it's not big enough, I'll get rid of mine and we'll get an even bigger car. She was yeah, like, yeah. that's a really – it was like – like she's like, that's no, such a good point. I was point. thinking of that after you guys left too. I'm like, what? Joey's car is not going to let – you're going to be a two-car family. Right, exactly. So, so Joey could always just that get helped the minivan. That was like a huge sigh of relief whatever. for her. And she's like, okay, great. Now, So now that's why it's yeah, down to yeah. like the Hyundai and the Kia. So – Anyway, um, um, this has been car the talk. Tel- the Telluride <laughs> is a nice SUV. Mrs. Yeah. Bobandi oh. uh, wants to leave Cadillac there you for go. that. Oh, that's going to cinch the deal for Harris tonight. Mrs. Bobandi, yeah, exactly. her opinion. Well, um, Joey, he's been um, remote viewing it and seeing you oh, know, yeah. what you guys have been talking about. In India, so. <laughs> um, we we got to not forget, mm-hmm. on our next Ghost Adventures, we need to analyze Adventures the ghosts. footage that my oh, friend Sterling yes. caught at, at Cape and Cal Collectibles. Burling. Yeah. <laughs> Tin Coat Factory. <laughs> uh, literally recorded 
um, an EVP yes. and a knocking noise. And, and there's a shadow figure on there. Oh yeah, too. and a shadow Fucking figure. Terrifying. All three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not someone to make anything up. Yes. He. Uh, and we would not bullshit you because we were watching the video closer last week yeah. after recording, and the front of the buildings you can see a shadow figure almost warping and then running and then dematerializing yeah. like. After and this is do. like middle of the night because he that's yeah. his hours he prefers and yes. you can see. You hear the thing, which he yeah. doesn't, and then you hear the knock, and that's when he looks. Yes. And then that's when he went back, because he has two different cameras set up. <laughs> and uh, you can look at both sets of film yes. or tape, whatever. Which yeah. is cool. Yeah, they were side by side, too. Um, well, because, yeah, one one's getting the reflection, because yeah. it's going outside, but then picks up the reflection in store, and then the other one is just a straight shot in yes. store of that. Yeah, yeah. So. There's also footage of him knocking over the fire extinguisher when we were there <laughs> going off. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, we need to remember to yes. go over that because I totally forgot until just right now. Yeah, same. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. And then we went to Catella Deli, which I think I said before, which is I like Catella Deli, but Benji's over where we used to live in uh, Tustin over there mm-hmm. is much better. Hmm. Um, Catella Deli's starting to cater to the Los Alamitos crowd, which I've, you've yeah, told yeah, me is yeah. increasingly white trash. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, they're starting to serve a side of mustard with their like Jewish deli pastrami sandwiches. I'm like, nobody fucking gets mustard here except kids oh. with this stuff. Well, I get mustard on my pastrami. It's it's a common like pack your kids lunch thing, but that's not usually how they're serving it in like a real deli. It's, I it's they always put mustard you, on it. They will give you mu- no. They will give you mustard. It's not uncommon. It's not like eating fucking. Sauteed mushrooms as a uh, main, you know. Um, mustard and pastrami is fine, but the standard, like standard, the standard is Russian dressing. That's uh, the standard. Thing. My, my understanding Island. was pastrami. It's uh, pickles and mustard. It, that's that's a different. That's like a the hat style pastrami. Yeah. It's different, right? Um, point being, they're starting to do that kind of stuff. Like almost not kidify it, but like. It just I don't so know. So is it not hot pastrami then? It is. No, it's it's yeah. it's it's the same shit. They have a very nice outside setup and all this stuff like all these gnarly tents, but with uh with garland and Christmas lights, which is strange, yeah. but nice, nice <laughs> enough. But uh yeah, it because I've been craving a fucking pastrami sandwich and Benji's is closed all the time. It has like weird hours, mm. so mm. Uh, I was kind of bummed out. But <laughs> I like that you're so upset you're getting mustard. You don't have to use it. I know no, I know, so but I was bad. just like, what the fuck is this? Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, it was just fine. And now we're here, and we're queer. Deal with it. Not drinking beer yeah. tonight. Um, you wanted to... Uh, did you want to look at Bobandy's message for the news? Yes. Uh, Bobandy always sends nicely sends us the like U like all the UAP, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena uh, oh. group. See, uh, Bobandy says, I beg to differ. In New York, you get mustard. Steve does it right. See, there I've you been go. to New York delis too, though, but Bandy, yeah, and they but, don't give you a side of mustard. But they put mustard on it, probably. No. Well, but Bandy says it is. I've been to many. I don't know. And I like Catella's what? What borough? Okay, but Bandy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying the East Coast guy is saying they're starred on it. Um, let's see. It's from the New York Post. Navy ships capture video of pyramid-shaped UFOs, orbs yeah. flying above. And then it's this dickhead, because he says, I know you guys, it's the dumb dickhead Corbell. Yes. Oh, and then it's Corbell on. Mm. 
A now that. viral clip leaked in the film director and UFO specialist Jeremy Corbell, who was able to verify its authenticity. How yeah. was he able to verify its authenticity? Yeah, or it's I weird. guess authentic. Like maybe he could verify the authenticity of the video, but not like of that it's not special effects or something, or something like something that. Goofy. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy Corbell, of course, the director of the documentary with Bob Lazar from Bob Lazar and UFOs or whatever it was called mm-hmm. uh, from 2018 or 2019. And then did the Skinwalker Ranch one and stuff too. Yeah. Um, kind of a douche, but uh, definitely, definitely, I mean, hot as a man and hot in the, hot in the male world and hot in the UFO world right exactly. now. Exactly. They are all the world high strangeness. Yes. I mean, he got Mickey Rourke to, to narrate the beginning of the fucking, uh, you know, uh, movie. So yeah, it, you know, he's a mover and shaker. So he must be hung. And Nedlin says, Rip Eisenbergs. Eisenbergs. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Don't know Jesse Eisenberg, did he pass away? Lex Luthor himself. <laughs> my Only my, my Lex daddy. Luthor. Um, yeah, and then, oh, Sukalos in, in, in Ancient Aliens di- directly related news. So as most of you know, I know Charlie Smith knows, but pr- uh, Philip, Prince Philip, the Queen of England's uh, wife, the Queen of England's husband, passed away. Uh, apparently, surprising no one, he was like a huge piece of shit and a racist and stuff like that. Um, but uh, uh, people were tagging Giorgio Sukalos in because it was revealed that he had this whole like chunk of library shelves dedicated to UFO books. Mm-hmm. And basically, Sukes was like, again, kind of being a dick to everyone and going like, stop tagging me in this... Don't you know how many fucking books I have in my library about UFOs? So what if the guy's interested? If you're interested, you're going to buy books about it. And it's like, Eat it up, sorry, bitch. they're trying to be nice to you or just interact with you, Giorgio? I don't know. He's no. He has a big head, and it just keeps getting oh, yeah, bigger and bigger. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did a little search. Mm-hmm. Ding, dong, Ding Dong Fundy says Thousand Island is on Rubens. Mm-hmm. And then on this article from polls.com. <laughs> polls? <laughs> No, it's like some polls. It says, poll, what do you think on a pastrami sandwich? Mm-hmm. The right answer, brown mustard, Russian dressing, or something else. And it, there's a lot of spicy brown mustard here in classic yellow. Okay. The, the classic yellow you'll I'm find I'm not saying at, it's not. You'll find it famous delis like Katz's on the Lower East Side in central New York. But, they didn't, but I've been to Katz's and they didn't serve but it, Well, this is mustard. from New York. <laughs> and <laughs> From Syracuse, that can. And I, believe me, I, and I like pastrami with mustard as well but when i'm going to those restaurants it's like the swiss cheese or just the straight up the fucking huge stack of meat with the russian dressing maybe the coleslaw on there in central new york it seems russian dressing may have an edge Um, it seems like you actually have to ask for the russian dressing on these articles it's more that they'll ask for it well and like at some places i was asked just what i wasn't given mustard as the defaults that's my whole point and catella deli did not ever give that as the default. <laughs> I didn't get an option. Point. Well, what do they put on it? Uh, a lot of times, it, it, dep- it depends on the sandwich. A lot of the sandwiches are dry, especially if it's just like the classic, like, pick your pick your two meat pick stack, the cheese, yeah, yeah, and yeah. whatever. Say, so pick your nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, but then more of them, often than not, the sauce is like either yeah. the coleslaw, and that's mm. what makes it not dry, or I've seen the Russian dressing more I often. I did the sticks. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I can't remember, what the hell, I remember, now that you say the coleslaw, mm-hmm. what was it at? Don't do that big fucking like ice cream scoop of yeah, coleslaw yeah, 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 on there yeah. and stuff. What was it at that place we would go to in Sunset Beach? That place was delicious too. Bricks. Bricks. Now, br- yeah, Bricks was like, 
that was like a a fancier taste of a really good New York pastrami because they like yeah. at least in the beginning when the, when that originally yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. bought it from the Carnegie from, Supply yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. but because it was almost like barbecued pastrami, it was so like oh, it was so good. So it's, hearty it's still and there, yeah. and it they've been through just like three fucking owners yeah. since then. And I just remember the pastrami and the. The coleslaw. Yes. I don't even remember anything. They else, had the forget so about it sandwich, which yeah. had both the corned beef and pastrami oh, on okay. it. Yeah, yeah they had that yeah. spicy Russian dressing kind of thing. The double and, down. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, oh, and then remember you 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 found the breakfast burrito there, and yes. then I went. I think oh, I only yes. got it once or twice before they then yeah. shit it out. But <laughs> baby, <laughs> We're doing a facial expression that's become. <laughs> A joke. Uh, Cats' terrible. sandwiches are great, but too fucking goddamn messy to eat. Says I do. Bobanky. I do agree with that. Yeah, I've I think never I've, been to any. Of these I've been there twice, so, yeah. um, and it's it's one of those places where it's like there's a bread. There's a there's bread. It, they do the Isn't same it like thing. cartoonishly big, where it's yes. like uh, it's not tuna. It's pastrami. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like how Five Guys does its fries. It's yeah, like yeah, 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 they yeah. put a cup in there, but then they put four times the fries well, on top of the, the cup. Yeah. yeah, and so. But they do that with the meat, which yeah, yeah. not complaining, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. can't eat it as a sandwich. Right, You're just right, eating right. wads of fucking pastrami, and yeah, then eventually yeah. you have just hand jobs, soft bread. Exactly. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just <Which>, hand jobs. <laughs> I think I, I, I don't know if I. I guess I didn't send it, but I screen grabbed it. Whereas, like, I think it was on Moist Boot or something. It was a stupid cop giving a ticket, and it says, "Oh, the fine is this." And then next to him's a, a goose looking up, and it says, "Ask for bread." <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Or so, yeah, this is what it uh, size. Oh yeah, whispers ask him, and then the cop goes uh, and a slice of bread. <laughs> um, yeah, the pyramid shaped UFOs are interesting because people have seen black triangles as a common type, mm-hmm. but uh, there was one video. So that show I've been telling you about, paranormal caught on camera. Yeah, uh, again, it's like. Some douchey talking heads. Some of them are fine. But uh, one of them was one of the pieces of evidence that they go over were these people driving generally like on the freeway towards the Pentagon. And there was literally like a black pyramid. Like you could easily see that it was three dimensional space, but it was almost like it was not cloaking, but it was like like they were like it was up there because it was night and you could only see a little bit of like light highlights from the Pentagon or something. Mm -hmm. But that was like the first time it was it's pretty. There's something creepy about that because a pyramid is such a like a Jungian shape, you know. It's like, is that even a craft? What the fuck? What right, it, it's right. just What's so yeah. crazy. And it stayed there for so long, it was like slowly wrote it looked like a screensaver, like was just in the sky. Like it was right. fucking like so something weird. was loading because we're all in like a fucking computer. A hologram, <laughs> you know? Um but uh but anyway, uh that show again, if you wanna if you wanna have a, a smattering of I mean, some of the evidence is clearly faked because when you go look it up later it's and that's what's crazy about that show too is like it has some awesome evidence but it's like no 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 the 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 ufo light above the um the great dome in israel or whatever yeah. right uh, the temple mount that was proven the guy that did the cg came forward and said this was faked and he showed him people how it was faked mm-hmm. but the show only started in like 2019 or 2020 so it's like Two years after it's been proven to make, but they're showing it on the show as if they don't know that, you know? And maybe, honestly, they don't, but you would think the researchers would be like... They also could have just filmed it, again, prior to that. They could have, Because sometimes these things are in the can for so long. Maybe, Just like Ding Dong Fundy. Just like you sometimes. (laughs) Just like myself when you need a little push. (laughs) Sitting in the can way too long. Right. (laughs) Uh, And then what comes out is just old as hell. Yeah. (laughs) 
it is possible Blue that mummies. ships coming out of my pants. Uh, UAP's WAPs. Uh, is planned, getting us ready for what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for exactly. sure. There, I mean, that's like Nick Pope has said, like, is, is this like a, a trickle campaign to slowly yeah. acclimate us to this? Yeah. And, like, you Just know. like a bit of pre-cum comes out of your penis when you're making out right. and squeezing her butt. When you're just, when you're just leering and, and wandering the halls of the Renaissance Hotel in Indian Wells. Renee's? Renee. <laughs> Renee's sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that Renee when sauce. When Renee's <laughs> leaving her sauce all over the place just because she's so ready to go and she's not been quite satisfied. Nick Graham there. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I was just going all over. Because uh, uh, I did see Coosby in the chat. Oh, so, yeah. Or in the stream watching. Welcome. So, yeah. Welcome. Uh, welcome, Renee. Welcome, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hello, E. Bowers. Oh, hello. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Anyway, uh, that show is good if you want to skip. Uh, obviously, it's not only Ghost, but the, <laughs> oh, the, I have an only Ghost account. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, no, but the the Ghost content's probably the best on that show. But they again, they always have like some UFO stuff, some cryptid stuff, and some Ghost stuff. Um, no. Some of the creepiest shit is like these fucking like they'll like someone will be walking by a big bridge in a big city, mm-hmm. and like they'll be focusing on oh these beautiful lights, and it's like underneath. There's like a fucking golem, like from Lord of the Rings style humanoid thing crawling. It's like hmm. shit like that is the weirdest stuff where yeah. it's totally inexplicable. Or like people are just experiencing this these all encompassing strange sounds and nobody knows what the fuck. It's just like it's it's just me <laughs> on a megaphone. No, uh, I have like on the Sims, I have forty megaphones just hooked yeah. up to yeah. each other and <laughs> piercing everyone's ears. I but. <laughs> Uh, but it's like it sounds that like fucking giant robots make in movies, but just for like yeah, yeah, yeah. like hours. It'll yeah, just like, like the terrifying dinosaur sound or robots. Yes, on. yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like in fucking because I remember that in Jurassic Park being yeah. so terrifying, just that like large sound. Yes, I don't know how else to describe it. But and I remember like on the making ofs, it was like they mixed like dolphins and yeah. birds and a buffalo, like all these mm. weird fucking anyway. Uh, but yeah, that show is very solid, uh, and it's a good like. It's just a good like you can put it on whenever kind yeah. of thing because the good thing is like, they repeat the evidence so many fucking times as the talking heads are all talking about it, mm-hmm. um, and there's like there's a little bit of porn doctor stuff going on, I but not so. as bad as ancient alien. Like there's a douchey guy with like a big thick ponytail that's a paranormal investigator, and he kind of he looks like he's also like a healing coach or something like that right, too. Right, but right. Um, there's like a witch chick. Uh, and then the rest of them are pretty much all podcast hosts, <laughs> <God> <laughs> which is kind of funny. But um, only yeah. ghosts, brilliant. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you guys get a meeting oh, yeah. the channel videos and pics of the hottest dead yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> look at them fully nude and leaving it's, plasma everywhere. <laughs> it's Joan Rivers night. <laughs> yeah, we've got plasma pics. Yeah. Luckily, she's manifested at forty instead oh. of at eighty-nine when she died. <laughs> More of a memory of herself than how she truly was. Is it residual? Yeah. Does it matter? <laughs> um, but yeah, is it residual or intelligence? Yeah, Augmented. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then that I guess we should take a break and get into sure. the secrets of Stonehenge that the aren't really secrets secret. of Hinge. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hey boys, we're back. Stonehenge. Hinge. Mysterious, but not so mysterious. See. Uh, again, yeah. this episode 
I don't know. It's it tries to it's well uninspired. Yeah, the they're really trying the last four or five episodes to tie the Celtic gods to things. The mm-hmm. Tuatha Tuatha Dé Danann or Tuatha yeah. Dé Danann, uh, as I pronounce it. Yeah, uh, Danann yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Childress is a the Danann guy. Um, but they're they're really trying to like link them to the Nephilim, which are the the chill, the offspring, the demigod giant offspring of the Watchers, which were a cast of angels in the mm-hmm. Book of Enoch, who were basically like God's fucking workhorses. That he was like, here, you guys actually watch people and observe yeah, yeah. Earthlings and stuff like that. Um, but uh, the Nephilim were the real reason. We've talked about this many times. Were the real reason the flood supposedly was desired by God because he thought it was an abomination that the Watchers had sex with the beautiful human women. Um, again, turning, turning the Book of Enoch turns Christianity into Greek mythology, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but the Nephilim run deep in Jewish mysticism and all that stuff. And uh, the, the, the Nephilim were the, or ultimately the Nephilim, the, who were the offspring of the Shining Ones, who were the Watchers, were kind of described like that. So maybe the Celtic gods and the Watchers were the same. Uh, alien gods, the Nephilim are the ones that uh, were the advanced race that most likely built Stonehenge and all the stone circles and likely all the megalithic sites that we don't really know uh, who built them and when. Because, mm-hmm. again, ancient the pyramids in Egypt are probably older or there are probably older pyramids under the fucking dirt at this yeah. point. The Sphinx is older then we think Gobekli Tepe, store. yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, is is you know twelve thousand years old. It's like the old, yeah, twelve thousand, yeah, ten thousand BC. Um, and then they're trying to relate Stonehenge to Gobekli Tepe, like it's the same people that built it. Uh, they then also mix that the Anunnaki are the Watchers, and I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that the Book of Enoch's the Watchers were also the Anunnaki, but mm, William Henry mm. says that, yeah, believes it um, strongly. And uh, anyway, it's it's kind of a messy thread they're weaving here, uh, but also it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. So it's yeah. not it's just not super interesting. Right. Um, there again, there's one point about about the energy stuff at the end that I'll get to that was kind of interesting, but I might be doing work and just coming yeah, up with my yeah, own yeah. theory about it. But um, but anyway, uh, we can get started here. The uh, the British Ministry of Defense, where Nick Pope worked for many years. Uh, questionable level of authority and access, right, but whatever. Right. Um, they had some newly declassified reports of UFO shit starting in 2013, and a big one, um, which of course this this episode acts as like the smoking gun for something. <laughs> it's like that there was one of them had a picture of a disc shaped craft above Stonehenge in 2009, and I'm like, aren't there a fuck ton of these pictures around Stonehenge? <laughs> like, because then their whole point is uh, Stonehenge has. And the area in uh, Wiltshire County, County mm-hmm. Wiltshire, see, as they say see. out there, uh, has hundreds, if not thousands, of sightings um, recorded there. So, but also, I feel like there's lots of places that have hundreds, if not thousands. Like pretty much every megalith. I mean, ancient, or not ancient, modern Egypt has a lot of yeah, shit going yeah. on. Uh, the desert and Roswell has a lot of shit going on. There's right. lots of and any power place. It seems like yeah. oh, it's a power is, is a portal. So, uh, but um, oh, and then also. 
Stonehenge had some of like the gnarliest uh, crop circles and was kind of the beginning of the crop circle phenomena was the area mm-hmm. in County Wiltshire around Stonehenge. So, uh, well, Bandy said he spent the whole day at Stonehenge a few years ago. Oh, uh, something went on there. Our guide slipped. Wait, <laughs> guide slipping dog shit <laughs> in the parking lot. In the parking lot broke an ankle. Got to do it without supervision. Oh, because he's saying he got to climb up on the stone. Got to do whatever. Yeah, because he was wow. So he was back there wiping his shoe, his broken foot shoe on, yeah. broken ankle shoe off. Yeah, with hanging dog on shit. by a thread. Too busy to look at Bobani and the yeah. kids and Mrs. Bobani climbing up on them. Rocks. Yeah, using that mountain bike to just like oh, scale, yeah. oh, scale yeah. the uh, the bunny hops he's fucking stones. doing on oh, that yeah. thing. Come on, bro. Full suspension, he's rocking and rolling, no problem. Honey, get off the blue stone with that bike, you motherfucker. Shut up, bitch. (laughs) His wife calls him, you motherfucker. And he says, shut up, bitch. (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you're the the mother of my children, so I am a motherfucker. Where are we from now? Hey. Uh, (laughs) But uh, again, I still think of Bobandi as a New Yorker because he was was born there or something. He's been in Florida for the rest of his life. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, there's a Pope-heavy episode, Nick Pope, and he says, uh, this is a a location where there has been more than, I suppose, a fair share of weirdness over the years. Uh, Huey Lewis is on a few times. I I also love that I can never tell. I'm usually pretty good at picking out like, oh, this this camera looks shittier. This is the old lighting from ten seasons ago, or or again, my my favorite was feeling like I was in <laughs> feeling like I was insane, uh, not realizing it's like the nerdiest who gives a fuck thing in the world yeah. to hill to die on as a kid, having the biggest arguments with my friends, well friend. <laughs> over the fact that voice actors or right. animation studios would change episode to episode on certain right, cartoons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Batman no, the Animated just, Series yeah. was a big one um, where it was like, and then later I was watching some documentary about it and they're like, oh yeah, sometimes we had to ship some of the episodes out to a Korean studio uh, yeah. if we didn't have these episodes ready. And I was like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. But, uh, but, with, but with Huey Lewis, uh, I can never tell because his hairstyle is so consistent mm, and mm. also so outdated. All of the clips look like they could be from like season one or right, right. filmed last week. But um, he says, uh, uh, he's like, people are obsessed with Stonehenge because it's like the only way they can connect with their ancestors. And I'm like, it's not the only way, but I guess it is the very like, for for Brits, yeah. right? For yeah. Britons, it's like the most ancient, it's their Native American thing, right? Right, right, so, right, right. I mean, it's, it's not because... Well, this episode postulates that they're not descended oh, yeah. at all from the people that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, built Stonehenge. But uh, whatever, so it's, it's not... on their land. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny because <laughs> the Britons, according to uh, archaeology, mainstream archaeology, the Britons that are the descendants of the people that live there now literally showed up to like an empty island that was like hundreds of years empty or something, which mm-hmm. is kind of hard to believe, but an empty island hundreds of years after the people that built Stonehenge abandoned it or something. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so very much did not come in, slaughter, give diseases and yeah, all that stuff wild. to the people that were living yeah. there. But um, uh, Clotworthy asks why Stonehenge experiences, quote, more unexplained phenomena than anywhere else in the world. And I'm like, what? Like that seems like a big yeah, fucking yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have not. You've just said there's been hundreds, maybe even thousands of UFO sightings recorded there. I'm like, 
if you go on the fucking MUFON site, there's lots of places that have oh, hundreds yeah, of yeah, you yeah. Know, UFO sightings. So what does that mean? Like, Because they don't even talk about ghosts or, oh, people see cryptids there or like, whatever. It's just lights in the sky slash UFOs, and that's pretty much it. And maybe because it's been there for so long and it's Western Europe, so yeah. it's, you know, oh, that's always been the place where you right. go to see the weird shit, right? Where here mm. in the U.S., maybe it just hasn't been as documented you know, since the 1500s, Probably. where it's like that's been there and people just know to go there for weird stuff. Yeah, I guess they're taking into account. I'm just assuming. Yeah, I guess yeah. they're taking into account like the the Duke of Monmouth or whatever, yeah, the yeah. guy that, or that was talking about, you know, lights in the sky and portals mm-hmm, and shit mm-hmm. happening there too. But still, kind of, I wish they would just like ex- like add to that instead of just the one factoid yeah, yeah. about having hundreds of yeah. UFO sightings, which in what seemed like in, in basically in the last hundred years when people were documenting, documenting, UFO mm-hmm. sightings, you know. Um, Ned says uh, most of the voice cast for Gargoyles was the next generation, yes, Star Trek I know. Next Generation That is cast. very weird. I wonder if it's a similar production company or their agents yeah. were just that good. Yeah, you might be right. Because um, I don't think, that was Disney Afternoon, but I don't think Disney had a stake in like Well, just who Star produces Trek. it though. Yeah. Like Disney probably just picked up Gargoyles, but it doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that's actually the company. True, yeah, yeah. Um, bu- 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 oh, they talk about uh, how back in 55 BC, uh, the tribes of Britons were given old Julius Caesar lots of trouble with his Roman Empire. They were trying to conquer Britain. And that salad. And it, t- and it took them uh, 100 years. Um, so I guess Julius never conquered it. It was whoever no. came after him. No. But, um, it was uh, orange Julius. Yes, that took exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't even a fight. They just lured them in with their sweet treats Delicious. and trapped them in slave cages. And many people don't know they actually have a pineapple option. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, hot take. I prefer yes. to the Dole Whip of Disneyland <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> I actually didn't know they had a pineapple option, Orange Julius. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's new or not, but I've been getting it for a while, and it's delicious. Here's my problem with Orange Julius. Uh-oh. It, in and of itself, it's not gross. Like, it's fine. I love it. But Orange Julius, at the two places it commonly was, which was Westminster Mall. Yeah, and the and, fair. <laughs> and uh, I think maybe Main Place when it was, like, in, over in Santa Ana, when it was, like, older Main Place when we were mm-hmm. kids. Uh it was always next to like three other dessert places that I wanted more and knew was better, and so I was like, "Why am I ever going to get Orange Julius?" You know, I don't know so if I would say it's better, Joey. <laughs> but it's also a drink you could have while eating. I guess so. It's not yeah. just like a milkshake dessert. I think especially because at the Westminster, but you had Mall, to go for an extra effort to get it. It was next to Penguins frozen okay. yogurt, which no. I think was better, or Dairy Queen. Which I gotta get that dip cone. See, I don't even see those in the same same options for me. And I I totally, totally understand. And I understand your point of view on it as well. (laughs) So we both respect and see each other. Uh, But the other uh, orange Julius in a pinch, which is like even more fucked up, is the um, the orange bang. Oh yes, which I don't know how like nationally distributed that is because I feel like there's like horchata and some other stuff, but. Get the orange bang. You get the pine whip. Yes. You get the yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Which uh, the previously mentioned pastrami, the local pastrami yeah. dip place, the hat, yeah. has orange bang a lot of times. Oh yeah. Well, they have the bang and the pineapple yeah. options, and sometimes the, the bang third. bang. Exactly. <laughs> um, now, if yeah, I, if orange I, bang, I used to be obsessed with. Too. I know, but yeah. it's the same thing. It's like a frap mm-hmm. cream based kind of orange. It's like a creamsicle that drink. you drink or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, if I knew, which I actually loved orange creamsicles, but. Uh, if I knew they had that pineapple thing, I probably would have gotten it more. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. Maybe, right. maybe I'm conflating the the orange do- or the orange whip right. 
because they have the pineapple. I'm pretty sure Orange yeah. Julius had a pineapple. I probably option. purchased Orange Julius I'm gonna look four it. times in my life, and each time of those, it was like, I'll just get the standard orange because I didn't even look at anything else because everyone's like, I gotta get this. It's a mm-hmm, creamsicle, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. So didn't know that was pineapple. I'm gonna double check so I don't get called out by the fact checkers that right. are actively yeah. messaging. Don't the show. add us about this, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they have a. Uh, uh, I was I was excited mildly for no reason because I don't even really like my college or anything like that mm-hmm. but they have a professor who looks like um uh professor matt professor ding dong bundy from my alma mater cal state long beach uh on the show he says exactly what robert clotworthy just said uh but he's a professor and then he's never on the rest of the episode so i'm like oh, okay yeah. uh why do they why do they want us to fall in love and they just take them away all the time you no know sense of bitches. um medallion man is on, oh sorry uh this is where they made the point that uh the Celts had been there for 2,500 years, and Stonehenge was already there, deserted by the people that built it. Well, they didn't choose penguins. They chose Dairy Queen because exactly. they were deserted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's it's weird. Like, they keep saying that, like, no one lived on, on the Isle of Britain. Any, and I'm like, is that really fucking true? Or mm-hmm. were they just saying this area, in like, this larger area in general was kind of abandoned around Stonehenge? I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it would seem to be that if the DNA thing is true, the entire island of the entire UK area, or sorry, Great Britain, would have to be abandoned because there would have totally been DNA mixing, even if anyone a hundred miles out was still. It would have been some mixing, and yeah. I don't know. But um, so kind of an interesting mystery, I guess. I guess I've never had it called out this repeatedly or something, you know. But um, that's supposed to be one of the secrets of Stonehenge that we never learn on this episode either, too. Yeah. But. Uh, Medallion Man Did William Henry good. asks, uh, why did the Celts adopt Stonehenge as a place of worship if they didn't even build it? Did they somehow know about the power of the place? Uh, they describe Stonehenge now at length and how tough it was to bring you know, 22 to 70 ton stones uh, 100 miles away. These are the blue stones. Some of the stones are locally quarried, but some of the biggest stones are from like 120 miles away. They have some quartz in there. It's dollarite or so, dollarite yeah, or something. Sensorite. Um, yeah, <laughs> they have uh, uh, they have some old uh, talking head moments mixed in here. Not too many, thankfully, but um, about how like the the old predominant theory that they had tree trunk sleds and like whatever. And ha- but Suk- we have a Sukler here, and he says something that I think he said when we were at contact or something. I think we've okay. heard him say this in person, yeah. but he's like. You know what happens to wood when you put 20 tons of stone on top of it? It'll just get smashed to smithereens. Um, they expect us to say they used wood to move these? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, but apparently all other stone circles in the UK are quarried locally. So there isn't this like migrated whatever. stones yeah. from far away, right? Um, Bobani says we should do a spinoff show just about food. <laughs> or just slowly stop doing well, it. Well, yeah. well, either stop and do that or oh. just slowly stop. But either way, we stop and do it. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, then we are truly just the Doughboys remix. Let's review Orange Julius. I mean, that is interesting in and of itself, I guess, where Stonehenge is the only one with migratory rocks. So it must have been extra special. Or... It also could have just been one group of people had a crazy idea or something, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, oh, and what we see now is only 25% of what's actually there. That is that is crazy that 
I remember in school it was like they thought it was just that. that yeah, They're like, yeah, hey, yeah. there's a big rim One around it, which might have been yeah. a moat or something, which is the hinge part of it. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, now it's like the tiniest center of it, and there was probably like six or seven concentric circles going out pretty wide. There's some cool modeling in this episode, I guess, but <laughs> nothing I nothing I haven't seen in a fucking social yeah. studies book or something, you know. Well, back yeah, in the day. it was like you know various kids in leather jackets, you yeah. know, walking down, strutting yes. their stuff, yep. and then holding at a tree, yeah, coming exactly. down oh, and yeah. then going back. <laughs> I mean, they're showing <laughs> off their new hairdo exactly. and jacket. Yeah, so. I mean, it was some amazing modeling yeah. happening. <laughs> new BMX bike too was in there. There but, you go. You know, couldn't give them too much cool at one. Like it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go. Jacket in one. Yeah. Off well, vehicle today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I left my vehicle yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I'm little Joe man talking all crazy guy. Uh, uh, I've always seen just like white trash, methed out or drunk people trying to explain to cops or telling a story to you at a bar or something. And they, they try to sound smart by saying the word vehicle instead of car. And yeah. I'm like... We know <laughs> you're not impressing anyone with yeah, your three-syllable yeah. word for right, a car. Right. Uh, I know the legal statures here <laughs> yeah. and how these things are going to happen. I perceived that they turned left on this light, and then I perceived that I turned right. Remember that whole conversation? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they asked the question, are there other structures anything like Stonehenge? Yes, there's a billion. There's like 300 of them in the, yeah. the UK. But Stonehenge was first. There, Ancient Aliens lately has not done a good job of... At the segment breaks, they ask a question like, are there other structures? like?" And then they don't really go into that in the next one, or they take a long time, or it's one little mention amongst a bunch of other He's factoids. A real mention. Um, I mean, the theme of Ancient Aliens is there's just not a lot of payoff to any right, of this right, stuff, because right. it's not all provable. Yeah. So, um, But it was, yeah, first scientifically surveyed in 1720, and that dude revealed that it was astronomically aligned. Not surprising. Um, we get a Sukler here, and he says... It is my opinion that Stonehenge itself is the message, like the message that Stonehenge is trying to convey. Mm. And that message is that Stonehenge itself is a replica of our solar system on Earth. Each circle corresponds with one of our planets inside our solar system, including Pluto. Our ancestors knew about Pluto without telescopes, okay? <laughs> Someone told them about Pluto and all the planets of our solar system because in Neolithic times, there's no way that they knew about this. Um, again, this all falls apart if you're if you're just understanding how quickly previous previous advanced humans could have risen to some sort of technological power yeah. and fallen. Not necessarily a worldwide power. Maybe they were just little pockets of highly advanced, you know, uh, coin humanoids pockets. or whatever. But again, even Sukalo Chanel, because his show loves to talk about like. How kind of like Graham Hancock, how things keep getting older. Like the oldest Homo sapien skull, two hundred forty thousand years old from Europe, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, every every twenty thousand, thirty thousand years, even if there was only two two other epics of like humans that rose, like that's two more. Those are two other whole uses maybe that like rose up and all their shit disappeared or is underwater or fell in somewhere else yeah. fell into Mount Doom and maybe or it didn't whatever. get as big as we did exactly you know, that's, just in these that's what I'm saying maybe it yeah. wasn't a worldwide fucking right, you right. Know, thing phenomenon um, it wasn't the Roman Empire where there's just tons of evidence in all these yeah, different yeah. countries but um, cool. or or it was and again all their shit is now dust and we don't know right. the fucking difference or the tectonic yeah. plates changed or it's underwater or like in Voyager they've left the planet 
exactly. And now they're so far gone that, yeah. you know, there's no sign of them. Exactly. Um, uh, but Wendy says he doesn't know how they see the sky over there because it's always raining and cloudy. Oh, yeah. It's always bumming everyone out. Bit cry. Yeah. Bit cry, <laughs> really. Um, Alexander Thom is the dude in the 70s that basically found that all the stone circles in the UK, he, he researched over 300 of them. They're all astronomically aligned. And I'm like, that's kind of a cool factoid, but is anyone surprised at all? Like, pretty much every single stone structure of any kind, I don't think there's a single one that isn't having to do with the stars or the planets or the solstices or whatever. That's mm-hmm. just the way it seemed to be. Um, not not a bad factoid, but not... If you've watched five episodes of the show, you're going to fucking know that anyway. Or yeah. even are just aware of basics of archaeology or something. Um, they do a big list here of other stone structures that are uh, astronomically aligned to shit. They talk about Gobekli Tepe, and they go into it for a while and describe it again. I love Gobekli Tepe, but uh, it's a bit old hat at this yeah. point. Um, uh, they do want to make sure you remember that Stonehenge is 6,000 years younger than Gobekli Tepe, which is a cool fun fact. Uh, but this it's turning into like a Gobekli Tepe episode at this point right, in right, the second right. segment yeah, here. Shifts. Because uh, then the next segment starts after the commercial break with more Gobekli Tepe. Um, the Sumerians even said, you know, Sumerians were previously the first modern humans where, like, they posted up, had agriculture. They weren't just hunter-gatherers that were uh, migrating around. Mm-hmm. They even said that Gobekli Tepe was built by the ancients, so way older than them. Uh, which, again, that's cool. Yeah, isn't that isn't that really all you need to know? There were people before them, the you people. know, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that weren't fucking cave dwellers, as Sukolo says, banging bones and eating bananas all day right, or right, whatever. Right, right. Um, Oofy goofy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Oofy goofy, so yeah, soft and choofy. <laughs> also, like Doughboys. Oofy so soft and chewy. Um, I I haven't listened to Doughboys in probably two months because, yeah. and when I started my one meal a day thing uh, during the week, I was like, too, too I can't much. just hear two hours of talking about delicious food. <laughs> I mean, I'd be fine if I did it. It was also just getting kind of it's, yeah, yeah. I go through phases with Doughboys, right, and I'll right. Catch up, but um, because the the tournament of champions March Madness was all about desserts, and I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really want to hear about this. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, that's our Doughboy segment. Hmm. Um, where the fuck was I? Oh, they talk about... Uh, uh, they, they ask the question, Is was the civilization that built Stonehenge spelled out in the Book of Enoch? Were they the Watchers? This is where Medallion Man goes. They were called the Anunnaki, also called the Watchers. I'm like, how are you calling the, the alternate name first? Like, he clearly just said they're called the Watchers yeah. in ancient Hebrew. Uh, this is the first time... I'm hearing that there's anything having any connection with the Anunnaki and the Watchers, and I've watched every episode of the show up until now right, and right, talked right. about it in depth, <laughs> so um, you can't really just drop that kind of shit, but uh, uh, they go into the Nephilim Giants things, the Watcher. I said all this earlier in the show, but the Nephilim were the hybrid the hybrid babies of the, the cast of angels that God sent down to take care of Earth and sexy human women. So yeah, yeah. God didn't like that. He thought it was gross. He said, flood them all with cum. Um, there was the great flood of cum. Yes. <laughs> the cum And uh, Noah was a, was he was the, really the last cum dodger. He thought it shouldn't be eaten. It should only be for procreation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Consumed with the lower mouth <laughs> and not the topper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or verse. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the, the Nephilim... Uh, uh, 
because they had supposedly built like a shining advanced society and like all around the world, whatever. They had brought technology to the normal humans that were there, all that fun stuff. Again, there's now like 80 candidates for who were the teacher alien gods right. who was that the came most down. Teacher-like. Were yeah. they fish people? Were they bird people? Were they jackal people? Were they Nephilim? Yeah. Were they giants? Were they Egyptian alien? Like right, it's all, right. they're, they're, I would love like someday for them to try to truly like to see Sukalos with the fucking bunch of like tacks and strings and right, like right, right. giving us like, which is kind of what they were trying to do with uh, William Shatner. Yeah. Which you guys can all uh, uh, support us on patreon.com slash aliens and listen to our live commentary of uh, season 16, episode six's uh, William Shatner versus ancient aliens. Right, right. Where they're all in a, in a, not all, but a lot of the ancient astronaut theorists are around a table trying to convince him that it's yeah, true. Yeah. And he's just uh, looking at them like they're fucking yes. idiots. <laughs> and sometimes, like, he's going to kill them or smack yeah, them yeah, or something. Yeah. Um,. They list even more stone circles. Great. This is where we get uh, Monmouth's history of the kings of Britain. He wrote it in the 12th century. And he says that uh, the king back then wanted the stones brought from Ireland to uh, County Wiltshire, before it was County Wiltshire. Mm -hmm. And he asked Merlin, the wizard, the druid guy, to transfer the stones here because he knew he could fucking use magic to carry them. And that's apparently how they got to County Wiltshire. I think it's, what is it, Somerset or something like that um, is the city around there. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, Childress is kind of like high-voiced and like nasally. He has biggish hair, too. It's kind of like almost like he had COVID hair, but this is before COVID. Like, he just <laughs> let it grow. Yeah. But then he kind of like, ooh, 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 yeah, ooh, ooh, poofed it up. Tight little curlos. <laughs> poofed I wonder if he wears curlers it. to bed. <laughs> hey, baby, I got to go to sleep. I've got to keep the body. <laughs> um, oh, God, sorry. Uh, that was my boner oh, yes. hitting the table, but it uh, quite erect. It almost lifted it. Uh, but yeah, he says he goes. Uh, we have to ask ourselves: Is it possible? And he's like flowing in this like weird lilty. It's very strange. He has so many ways of talking. There are times where I'm like, should I record this on my phone just to yeah. like? But it's not worth it. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, is it possible that the Nephilim, as descendants of the Anunnaki, were the actual builders of Stonehenge and the other megaliths in Great Britain? Uh, and in fact, uh, that may have been the case. <laughs> sure, why not? It's like, yeah, I'll introduce a question and then go, and it was probably true. Yeah. Uh, thanks, David. And then Doc Thompson's on here. I, get, I, I wish they'd have him on more because I think Doc Thompson might be the only one that looks like a he's – not, he's not an ancient astronaut theorist. He's like a classics expert and an archaeology expert or something. Um. He looks the most and sounds the most like a porn doctor, mm-hmm. but he actually is just an expert in no. ancient religions and archaeology and cultures and stuff like that. So uh, this is where he brings up the Tuatha de Danann. Not his fault, but this is for the thousandth time this season. The Tuatha de Danann are the Celtic gods. Uh, Celts, way older than I ever thought to, which mm-hmm. I guess I guess that was... If I took anything from all the mentions of them, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize the Celts were like fucking spreading around more, like almost more than the Romans like thousands of years yeah, before yeah, too. Yeah. Um but uh is that your foot sorry? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um they're making the connection of the Nephilim back to the Watchers who also might have been the Anunnaki. Um and they're they're trying to do some phonetic stuff here and it never really pays off cuz they just leave it. Um I thought the next segment was opening up and proving this phonetic theory. So the original name of uh, the Tuatha de Danann was the Tuatha de Anu, Ooh. which is Celt, ancient Celtic, okay, 
they say, could this mean Anunnaki? Because it's like the tribe of Anu, like Anunnaki. And I'm like, it doesn't mean it couldn't, but why would ancient, why would the root phonetics of ancient Celtic be the same as like ancient Arabic or Turkish Some, or yeah, ancient yeah. Sumerian, right? Like very different areas. Yes, they spread around. Uh, my wife, she's like, hey, there could have been common phonetics for things. I'm like, totally could be, mm-hmm. but they don't do anything to prove this here. They don't other make than, any other connection. Other they kinds just... of words that were maybe rooted there. Exactly. Um, good night, Bo Pandy. Good night, sir. Um, I hope your wife doesn't call you a motherfucker today. <laughs> and you don't call her a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next segment we go to Harvard 2018, where researchers discover the crazy thing about the 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 ancient genome of the people of of England, right? Mm-hmm. And that all current people in England are technically have no DNA signatures of the people that left, that built Stonehenge and left and abandoned England or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I had to ask, like, where did they, do they have DNA of those people? Because if they do, why aren't we talking about, like, what their fucking skeletons look like? And, like, like where did they get the DNA of these fucking people if they're, they abandon, where'd they go? So I'm, yeah. it, I was kind of excited, like, they were going to go into that. They don't touch on it at all. Mm-hmm. I even would have been happy of them saying, oh, they might be these giant skeletons who were found here, but they didn't even fucking do that. So. Spooky, spooky skeletons. <laughs> I watched that <laughs> TikTok on the Puttfuckers account the other day. Uh, and I was also dying <laughs> laughing at the uh, <laughs> what Nick, what Thick Nick thinks about when he's throwing his drives, and it's just Josh's, it's Dorsh Corner's wet ass. <laughs> like he's having like fever dreams, because his yeah, face is yeah, like yeah, yeah. slow motion driving. Just, yeah, like, just, and, yeah, just cutting the... <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and then just to rewind the taking that Nick's taking yeah. some of his drives back. <laughs> and then that Nick oh. with a gut account liked that photo. Because <laughs> I think it was hashtag yes. Dick Nick. Um, we also had an interesting follow oh, on Twitter. God, yeah. um, but, uh, and it was like, fill my belly or something. And yeah. uh, it was, I, th- I think, a gay man who was. I mean, if it's not. Yeah. I mean, he was requesting that you fill his belly up with so much cum in a gangbang (laughs) that it overflows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, One of the hashtags was air pregnant. Uh, (laughs) And he talked about how he can uh, keep down 1.58, literally to like the 12th decimal point, uh, gallons of milk or water. Yeah. I'm guessing cum in the middle. (laughs) Without vomiting. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. uh, I blocked it. Any point oh two over, he's done. Yes. Oh, you blocked him? Yes. Oh, come on. But I can go, I can always go to the block list, well, look at his account, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It looked like a weird spam account, because it was just links to his kick profile, which mm. I think is a prostitution thing. Um, Kick, I think it's a form of chatting. I think it's a prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, It's just a chat account? I think so. Okay. Chat account. Uh, <laughs> uh, Medallion Man is stoked on this Harvard study. He's like, this was a bombshell. It was the most shocking conclusion you could imagine from a study like this. I'm like, okay. like <laughs> Great. It is interesting. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, There is this mystery race of people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that just fucking bailed on all of England, which is very odd. Yeah. Um, because they don't even say, they don't say like they died, but I'm also curious as to why, yeah, like, is it just because they didn't find graves with all with these people that were different than these people again, where did they get the DNA to test from? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, 
or maybe they were generally testing people from other people from around there that weren't necessarily them, but like were in ancient France. I mean, were like they were ancient Gauls or something like yeah. that. Sea Gauls, you yeah. know. Yeah, I'm Gaul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But again, the this show is great at introducing fantastic, amazing concepts and right. never explaining them or justifying them. So uh, they go into how fucking the DNA breaks down in a very Tim and Eric style diagram. It's like a real crappy. Mm. It looks like the stonks like the meme guy and it's just like standing there with like a pie chart of dna i'm like okay (laughs) that is the one time i checked out because it was like two minutes of explaining that i'm like who cares you guys like yeah yeah nobody gives a fuck about this um uh and uh let's see oh because yeah the next people to the proto britons that came after those people left were called the beaker people (laughs) (laughs) uh bunsen and beaker yeah Yeah. um (laughs) the bunsen people went up to scotland Beaker yeah, stayed yeah, down yeah. south it was in, nice. in England. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they were the ancestors of the Celts. Um, so this is like, so I guess the Celts were seeing, again, this other race. They were others than these builder race of mm-hmm. Stonehengers, whatever. So um, they adopted these places, though, because they could somehow sense they were power places. And uh, we'll get into that a little more later. Uh, the, this is where we get the on-location segment with Cockney Collins. And Graham Phillips, who, like, was on old-ass episodes of the show, and then they brought him back here. Uh, again, it was cheap. Two Brits. Neither of, neither of them have much to add to anything. They're kind of just going around and going, oh, this is really cool. This is amazing. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right. So, uh, but yeah, the Orkney Islands are in the very north part of Scotland. And um, they go to Scarabray, or the Scottish Pompeii, which is the kind of, like, uh, sunken in apartment complex that they go to. It looks like okay. a bunch of condos down there. Very tiny little uh, places, but I'm assuming it's like more of it's buried or under Something. the fucking ocean. Because yeah, yeah, they're like yeah. right on the coast, too. Um, they're living in huts here. Sorry. Oh, my God. I conflated <laughs> two parts. They're really britting out here with each other, and then uh, they're marveling at how advanced the construction of the walls and shit were. When and the and Graham is like, because basically they were living in huts at this. Everyone else was living in huts, which I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that's true though. Like, I right, mean, right, right. There's obviously other stuff. I don't, I don't know. Like, there's there's things happening. How how do you know that? I don't right. Know. But um, they drive to the very first stone circle ever built in the British Isles called Stenness, and it has uh, the same astronomical alignment as. One of the many circles in Gobekli Tepe, because there's like supposed to be, I think there's like five or six unearthed at Gobekli Tepe, and there's still like 17, there's 25 or something total that they can, they've lidared or whatever. Okay. Um, but Stennis has uh, alignment to uh, Orion, the constellation Orion in the north, and then Cygnus in the south. And he's acting like the fact that these two stone circles, that Gobekli Tepe and Stennis, are aligned to two of the Biggest, most like prominent constellations in the sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that you, Phil Collins, Cockney Collins, wrote <laughs> wrote the Cygnus mystery, which is about how all these cultures were obsessed with the Cygnus constellation. Yeah, they're all down with the Cygnus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you made that joke before, but it's very good. Uh, but I'm like, I bet you there's probably hundreds of megaliths that at least chunks of them are aligned to. Cygnus and Orion. Like, what are you talking about? It's very very weird that he was, he was like getting like animated about this, but um, he was turning into like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Pop up, pop up, pop up, please. Yes. 
Uh, I'm married to a very sexual woman who She's gave Joey his sexual yeah. awakening <laughs> in the theatre. She loves uh, my sandal feet. And she's into bestiality. <laughs> um, Fuck like a rabbit. But again, if animals were as smart as humans, is it bestiality? Exactly. Um, if it's a thousand-year-old demon, is it a child? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sluts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sukalos, of course, thinks that... Because, uh, you know... the. The most basic bitch ass theory about Stone Age is it's it's a calendar like what I don't yeah. know I'm, I'm saying it like Sukalos because he bitches about this afterwards he goes he goes yes I know it it was probably sort of a calendar too it's fine but he's yeah. like he's doing the why would they go to all the trouble building it if it was a fucking calendar and it's like but again there's a billion other stone monuments that were just a snake yeah, you know yeah. but it probably took them fucking ten years to build it you know but he this is where he's kind of an asshole he's like why didn't they just use quote a bunch of sticks in the ground to make a calendar, and they literally throw like show like twigs and little tiny branches. I'm like, you could have at least said like, if they wanted to build a calendar, use like some tree, like some bigger sticks, something. not just yeah, like, yeah. hey, let's fucking Fuck build them. a yeah. calendar that will blow away in the wind or something. I'm like, right, what are you right, talking right, about? Right, right. Uh, also, the weather gets pretty gnarly in Central England. Like it's yeah. it's like my my old boss and you know uh, guest of uh, beer the drunk that Craig yeah he was like yeah like he lived in the Midlands and he's like our houses were were brick and stone and made to withstand a hundred mile an hour wind for hundreds of years you know yeah. so pretty gnarly not earthquake proof but right. definitely wind proof yeah, yeah um but again anyone who had an impo- who thought something was a power place is going to build something there permanently. To try to harness that power, or you know, like again, involve are... themselves in their creation, and, right? Yeah. First, I thought it said with all themselves, yeah, all creation. damn things and things. Um, I was, but I was just like, that's really fucking reductive. Like Sukalos is just kind of becoming the Von Daniken on the show. I probably mm-hmm. have said that before, but Von Daniken is just like, yes, we are arrogant. Yes. We have to. Yeah. It's like the same three things over and over, and that's like he's like the old guard or something on the. Yeah. I don't know, but um, again, they go back to the questions of how the fucking stones got there. Uh, he's also Cockney Collins is certain that the builders of Stonehenge were inspired directly by Gobekli Tepe. I'm like, that's pretty far away, though, mm-hmm. bro. Like, it's Turkey versus England. I mean, they're more of a beef Wellington kind of town, oh, or whatever. Yes. But uh, they head to the the Ring of Broadgar, which sounds like a, a very Lord of the Rings thing. But lots of UFO sightings there. Uh, and they're like, they're going into like the geology of of the landscape and how there's always a, a, a geomagnetic effect there. Uh, again, people can, your average person can usually feel these kind of changes when there's geomagnetic anomalies in the ground. It's why people go to Sedona and they feel energized in these Isn't portals that, yeah, and all this yeah, kind of yeah. stuff or vort- vortices, whatever. Um, whether they're a portal or not is, is like the belief part. You have to yeah, kind of yeah. like think about that. Whereas it is a vortex of like, of swirling energy there, which is that's just how Earth works and ma- yep, magnetism yep, yep. works, but um, and lava and shit like that. But uh, if no one is lava, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said in kindergarten. Exactly. With all the, yeah. Yeah. Boys, yeah, the floor is lava. <laughs> Pop it up, boys. Yeah. <laughs> the we floor are, is lava. <laughs> we own some tall lava here. <laughs> um, but um, oh, they talk about how they like. The stone circles seem to be able to manifest mysterious lights. Where to me, it's more like they built the stones there because mysterious, mysterious right, right, lights right, were right. showing up there. Um, and, and Cotton Collins is like, they're like windows to another realm, a perfect circle, a perfect 
hole. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because, like, I never thought of – they're showing – they're highlighting, like, the, the ground, the circular ground within the shape of the stones in all these different stone circles. And I was like, oh, I never thought about the portal opening up, like, down. Like, right, not right, that right. it's like they're going to fall through, but, again, like, it's basically like a pillar of a portal as opposed to – I always assumed, like – you walk through the little doorways of the henge stone, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah, but because yeah. that's how it is in fucking movies and video games and stuff. Um, but he's saying no, it's like the whole thing would just basically be a, vort- a vortex, a portal. Mm-hmm. Um, he then uh, lists how again all the freaking British British stone circles have light slash orb slash UFO sightings, um, and oh, and they've they've confirmed that like the stones at Stonehenge are. Made of at least the bit the blue stones have the dolerite quartz in them, which can have you know they can harness the magnetic energy they can harness electric energy too, mm-hmm. and then it, as they get more pressurized this is, the piezoelectric effect is that they get more pressurized within the surrounding rocks that they're the strata that they're in they can like enhance the energy more or something like that so uh, which is a very weird thing that's that's corroborated by mainstream science but it's interesting that. Nobody ever uses it though. Like you know, even to experiment, like, oh, let's like, let's start fucking with quartz and see what it can do. I'm sure they do, yeah. but they never really talked about it on the show very much. But um, all we ever hear is, yeah, that's why all Egyptian obelisks had quartz in them because they were like antennas or this mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but could we not just try that now? Like, yeah. juice it with magnetic energy? I don't know. But um, Childress chimes in here and says, archaeologists now are speculating that the blue stones that are Part of the Stone Age complex, they're a type of a black blue dolerite that has quartz within them. So he's just saying what I just said. Yeah. Um, and uh, here's what I wrote: quartz can convert the natural electromagnetism of the Earth uh, into energy of some kind, into into electricity, I guess. And again, as it has a higher pressure, it increases the energy of the Earth from that mm-hmm. spot. So it's like a compressor or something. Yeah. Uh, and Childress chimes again and says. If the Nephilim were really an advanced extraterrestrial race, then maybe all the high-tech stuff is gone, and all that's left is this skeletal structure that we call Stone Age. I was like, it's actually, I actually never thought of that because they keep, and they keep showing it throughout the episode, yeah. like a little diagram of like blue lights and metal and, and this and yeah, like and yeah. all, yeah. But I was like, kind of like how everyone thinks of Greek and Roman, right? You know, statues and all these things are white when yeah. it's like, oh, it was painted and there's mm-hmm. cloth and there's. Tapestries and all the stuff yeah, that like were around, garishly painted in like gold and red and you know Trojan yeah. colors. Yeah, and, right. You know, it's fight on, fight on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like in movies and stuff, they just show it as shitty yes, white exactly. and like a desolate <laughs> fucking place right. that's full of these marble and pillars and right. whatever. But it's like, no, there's probably a lot more mm-hmm. to it. That's how you do it. Um, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. It's like, oh yeah, what if this? What what if these? specifically the Stonehenge ones, because a lot of the stone circles are, they're not all these beautifully carved stones like this. They're not like yeah. nice rectangles. They're just like big fuck, like the, the Garnack stones are just big, odd-shaped rocks, you know? Yeah. Um, which I'm like, I don't think there was like steel joists or whatever like tied between them and stuff like that. Stonehenge, though, could have been a very symmetrical, it could have been like a machine of some kind, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, but then I was like, a lot of it's eroded away. Like, they're all kind of eroding and stuff. I was like, wouldn't there be, like, signs of, like, bolt, like, fastener holes or something like that? Because I yeah. guess in, like, you know, Puma Punku and shit, we still have in those H blocks, those whatever, those ki- those keyhole uh, cutout things where, like, they would, like, oh, yeah, cut yeah, it yeah, out perfectly. and, like, yeah. melt metal to, like, right, lock right, it right, in or right, something, right. you know? 
Um, and we never get a mention of any of that here. Maybe it's too old. I don't know. Um, although they have those kind of things on Gobekli Tepe, so it mm. would totally be on Stonehenge. Anyway. Um, I just made that point. Uh, <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> the, stra- the strangest occurrence at Stonehenge was the 1996 appearance of the Julia set crop circle. So those are the, like, you always see these when people have yeah. crop circles. Like, if you look up crop circles, it's these pictures. And it's like the fractal circles in like a spiral. They have little circles around them. And then the other one is like... Very tight geometrical kind of like... Yes. What is the... What's that fucking thing? Not a radius. Uh, spiral. No, but how do you make... I feel like there was like a, a toy that you Spirograph. would Spirograph. Spirograph yeah, yeah. thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the other one's like a kind of a sun shape mm. or whatever. Um, but... Uh, and some... Some it, it basically happened across the street from where Stonehenge is, where there's a, a road, a modern road now, in a big field. Some taxi cab driver said that he literally saw them appearing, mm. like out of like as if nope, like a ghost was fucking making them. So, yeah. um, and they called the Julia set because that's a mathematical, a specific mathematical fractal equation that becomes this kind of visual, mm-hmm. and it's ex- I guess it's exactly that, which is super fascinating. So they're like, what what could this message be if if somehow we could unlock the energy harnessed, is there a connection between the energy being harnessed by the blue stones at Stonehenge, and then they're saying like, "Hey, the key to unlocking it or like opening that portal again is in the Julia set fractal." If aliens or whoever was saying that, yeah, um, they don't ever go in like they they never even go like some people these people tried it and that like you know yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like it seems to be a whole type of energy that we don't understand how to harness or anything we're very into now silicon chips whole type that it i just don't know it's fleshy but right. it's kind of metally i'm just not interested and i just don't want it yeah. rare you know for <laughs> me um but uh pope uh nick pope is on he says people speculate that the ancients were able to perceive power special earth energies that perhaps we've lost the ability to perceive and i was like this is pretty much the end i it's an interesting point where i was like huh what if what if the the use of this mysterious use potentially and these husks, these stone husks, uh, could be explained like what if a simple evolutionary adaptation could cause these precursor people with like different DNA to be able to like see or feel those kinds of energies differently, like mm. how dogs and cats can see a couple higher layers and lower layers of the yeah. energy spectrum than we can. Maybe they could literally see shit glowing or floating and it's like oh when i have this stone next to it it fucking glows big like maybe they just like figured it out when they were neolithic or whatever too just because of a simple genetic difference that like allowed them to be more sensitive just like some people are psychic some people are sensitive to other people's emotions like all those different you know the alien brain shit that we talked about last time uh that could be it's a simple explanation but it's like imagine if that was the missing like the the smoking gun of the this like as Graham Hancock is like maybe they just had a whole different base of technology where they used crystals and the energy and magnetism and whatever, but they didn't seem to have devices that could like measure it like we are with fucking you know diodes and nodes and all those, any any odes word yeah yeah uh, yeah. yeah but it's like maybe they could just fucking see this stuff I don't yeah. know maybe it looked like green eldritch light and they're like oh fuck if we just put a stone there then and then maybe they can just like perceive this shit and we can't maybe they actually saw a portal there. And it was very easy for them. I don't mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and because uh, his point is like, he, he he goes on further. He's like, maybe with our focus on technology doing stuff for us, we've lost these abilities to sense 
the world Probably. around us yeah, more, yeah. you know. And he, I think he's saying in a more general term than I'm theorizing, but it is true when you kind of get away from shit. Yeah, even just like, hey, like if you want to have like if you're having trouble sleeping, here's all these things to do in the hour and a half before you go to bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Don't have any UV Correct. light. Don't yeah. look at your fucking monitor. Yeah. Don't no look at your phone. Yeah. Don't think about things. <laughs> don't think about these dirty yes. things like yes. that. You know. Uh, and lo and behold, then people can meditate. They calm down, right, like right, all this right. stuff. So there's definitely an effect it's having yeah. on our. Just brain. like you don't wake up like a fucking cat or a dog, where you're like, I'm running around, right? It's like, no, I'm gonna. Your animals say that exactly. That's <laughs> why I'm running around. Well, that's what keeps me up at night, <laughs> and I have to not think about it. Um, but you go from that zero, right? When you wake up, yeah. you're like, oh, I kind of lay here, right. kind of do this. You kind of like warm up. Right. You also need that cool down. Where I think a lot exactly. of people are like. I'm going to bed. I'm yes. going to bed. And then try to go to bed and then right. get all frustrated they can't. I'm in the 4 a.m. club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just knock the fuck out. Um, but again, you you they don't give themselves, oh, it's okay to just lay here for like right. an hour and a half or an hour or right. whatever to unwind and yeah. like transition into sleep. Right. And I get, just thinking about. And then that gives you stress because you don't realize, oh, I sh-. even yes. if you wake up in the middle of the night and if you went to bed at whatever, it's like. Just and this was even in high school at a mm-hmm. teacher. He's like, just relax, just fucking yeah. sit there, right. and and be happy that you're just hanging out. Right. Read a book, do something. Because yeah. if you if you stress and fight it, then you're just never gonna go back to sleep. exactly. Yeah. Just be in the moment. Yeah, just enjoy that <laughs> yeah. you're there. Yeah. And and yeah. Ex- and and point being, when you think of all the different things you can experience when you cut out your senses, like mm-hmm. meditation, hypnotism, like all those things. Your brain can go to these very interesting places, and yeah. you can experiencing you can experience memories, emotions, all this stuff in all new ways, and that's just sitting there and being calm, yeah. which is something extremely difficult for us to do. So I don't think that you know them meditating a lot let them see fucking eldritch green light from crystals, mm-hmm. but they might have just been predispositioned to that anyway. You know, yeah. evolution and genetic mutation and all that stuff is an interesting thing. And maybe they adapted their environment where there was more of this power. I don't know, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up on the Earth grid. You know, it's quite a wild. More powerful. Um, that's it, though. Uh, kind of a weird. I mean, I guess it was. There was enough to talk about, but I. It wasn't really until that end point where I was like, okay, like I guess he, you know, Pope and Shoulders kind of introduced like a potential. But I'm doing a lot of work for the show exactly. at that point, you know. So, uh, the next episode, Yum Yum, is Food of the Gods. So they're going to talk about. Ambrosia and pastrami mustard and yeah. cum. Right. Uh, Russian, and, maybe not Russian dressings. Yes. Un- Russian undressing. <laughs> Very sexy. Oh, yes. Uh, but um, yeah, that that one looked like it's going to be either really stupid uh, or really rehashed and not, I don't think there's any way it's going to be. Rehashed brown properly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like we saw those men eating. Tribal <laughs> men eating a McDonald's breakfast on YouTube. Look yeah. it up. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, support the show at patreon.com slash aliens for exclusive podcasts every month for five bucks a month or more. Blackholesupplycompany.com, just like you can see at twitch.tv slash aliens where you can chat with the show. To get, get your, your Probing Ancient Aliens, Aliens merch, disc golf discs, and disc golf apparel designed by independent artists, our friends. <laughs> um, and uh, follow us on Twitter, just like Fill My Belly did, uh, at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, follow Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S on TikTok, and uh, spelled out normally, you know, puttfuckers spelled normally on Instagram at P-U-T-T-F-U-C-K-E-R-S. 
listen to Beer They're Drunk That uh, on the same podcast feed that Proving Aliens is on. There's you know, almost 40 episodes on there. Uh, we don't do it all the time, but we do it enough that you can just like a bad picture marriage. us coming uh, and eating cum. Um, Ned said they're stoked for the sock delivery and feel free to try them out before shipping. Oh, yeah. Well, they are directly shipped and, and uh, or sorry, they're made to order and ship directly from the yeah. printer, so they will unfortunately not touch our feet or penises right. on the way. So it would be the, the printer's free, yeah. ba- free babies, I, yeah, potentially. Yeah, exactly. I'll mail the printer some of my yeah. uh, foot scrapings and cum mix yeah, yeah. just so they could let them so. Yeah. Just because I don't know what everyone wants. Right. Everyone loves a future baby graveyard. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Other than that, bye! bye.